The Help Me Helen show is recorded live in Charlottesville, Virginia, a world-class city. I have a dog and I also have two cats. And there's like a different, I think, mentality that goes with owning both. So like if I come home and my dog has destroyed something which he doesn't do at all. But if, if, if he did, I would automatically assume I've done something wrong. You know, like, what if, like, is he, did I not, did he need to go out? Is he sick? I mean, I go through, like, a huge list of, like, what, what could I have done to prevent this? With a, with a cat, if I come home and my cat has done something, I'm like, you little punk. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> who, who gives you the right <laughs> to walk in here? Right. And tear up my curtains or like what, you know? And so I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's just for me. Oh, well, no, Do you have a be- similar feeling? Yeah, no, it's because well, I, I don't, I'm not a dog person. It's we true. don't have dogs. And, uh, but I, I get that because I feel, yes, it's, it's for me. And I, I have a higher respect for cats. And it's because I, I feel that it's, it's all about whether it's deliberate. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dog who tears the place is because they're under emotional distress and don't know how to control their emotions. A cat who does it is, is is definitely a uh, an f u kind of thing. Right. It's like when I don't feed one of my cats on time, mm-hmm. and it's great because she knows the worst time for her to go in the litter box and not bury her business. Yeah. Um, and 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 she does it like I'll if if I have a lesson in the evening and mm-hmm. I'm teaching and 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 the litter box is far away from, but close enough that you know. The the smell will eventually reach the nostrils of people and 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 uh and she'll she'll go and she'll take revenge poops revenge if I don't, poops uh, yeah man. yeah exactly and she'll go in and and what the the best part about it is that I'll hear her and she'll scratch just enough at the litter box that I know that she's in there yeah while I'm teaching and I'll be like okay yeah and actually if you you know if you want to you, you want to you know extend your fourth finger uh, to get this particular fingering of the F major scale <laughs> oh no oh, oh no oh, and, then, and then she she walks in to the music room and stares at me oh yeah while no, I'm teaching knows. and she's just she's just sort of like yeah so you're about to smell something <laughs> awful and so is your student and you have one of two choices Either both of you have to, you know, it's like you only have five minutes left of this lesson going over the F major scale. <laughs> and you're going to try to ignore the fact that, like, you know, uh, th- th- something awful is, is, is there's something rotten Den- in Denmark, <laughs> right. as, 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 you know, to take it full circle here. And, um, or you have to interrupt your lesson, maybe if it's like there's a half hour left of learning the F major scale. Yep. And you have to, at that point, it's just too much to bear. You're going to have to get up and go scoop and, 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 and bury my, my, my excrement. Totally. Yeah, totally. exactly. And I just, it's, but that's, it, there's a vengeance. There's a, oh, there is a there's vengeance. a deliberate, and the fact that she, it's not, she's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just pooping and I don't know. That. I don't know. It's, no, you, you know, totally it's just, know. there's no innocence no, there. Know. Cause she, she walks in and she stares at me. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I have this calico cat and she has multicolored, she has uh-huh. two, you know, like each eye is a different color mm-hmm. and she'll just stare at me. Yeah. Like, and, Kind of nod over to the student, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's it's great. It's it's you know. I, I don't want to complain too much about my life and that I teach lessons out of my home and people come, clients come to me and I get to you know play guitar all day. I don't know. I mean, I th- but, I always have a sense of nervousness. I mean, and and this is you know probably something I should bring up with my therapist. But like when I'm like sitting in my house and I know someone's coming to my house, like I have like. 
I have like anxiety. Like I am I am much I am much better the goer tour. Uh, you know, like I like to be the person which is I where I right now we we play at your place and and it's groovy and my daughter's also asleep most of the time when we play. Um but you know, I I don't know there's something about like when people come to my house I, I think it's the, the there's a there's a part of me that really wants to like own like um like a bed and breakfast you know like I, I like have like a high a high hospitality bar you know what I mean and so yeah. like I'm I'm always like I just want to make sure like everything is like good and and you know we we have two cats that are also you know uh, uh can be vengeful you know mm. I've, I uh, I I've often said that in uh, when I die I, I want my obituary to reference the fact that I've how I've died. Uh, regardless of if this is true, I, I wanted to say that I have died slipping on a pile of vomit from a cat down my basement stairs. Because I am pretty sure that's how I'm going to go out, you know? And if that's not how I've actually gone out, the odds are pretty good. You know, like I... Like, for God's sake, man, like just like either on the platform or, or all the way up, you know, like just pick, but like not like fourth or fifth step down, you know, they're not carpeted, they're wood. And I'm just, I'm just going to take me out one day. It's going to take me out. And then it's, that's how, oh, that's how it's all going to end. <laughs> one of my cats really enjoys vomiting into my shoes. Oh God. Like into the shoe. Asshole. I don't know how she does it. And it's not even like normal cat, like, oh, this is just the thing I vomit into, like into like the the back of the sole like near the you know the sleeve in which your foot goes but like it's as if she sticks her head in and then just vomits into like the toe part of the shoe so that means in the morning when i'm putting my foot into the shoe oh my gosh. i have to put my foot into the shoe before i understand what's just happened and it's great. I mean, it, it, that's the thing. So I won't die slipping on cat vomit. No. I just have had moments where I've thought, you know what? If if I were to just like, you know, cardiac arrest right off of this, you know, and just shove off this mortal coil, like mm-hmm. you know, this would be an okay time because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to have to clean my socks. Nope. I don't want to have to clean my shoe out because nope. man, it's gonna yeah. So it's just yeah, yeah. it's it, it's the deliberate vengefulness of the cat that I respect. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I hate I it, it when I see it in yeah. action and have to clean it up or deal with it. Yeah. But it's just, it's just the respect. It's because they realize that they're domesticated and small and furry and cute and all that stuff most of the time. But they're still the. But they. But because they can't go out and hunt mm-hmm. and ravage an, an antelope, mm-hmm. <laughs> that. <laughs> They have to. Ins- I'm not they have one to- of my cats. Rabbit yeah, well, no, yeah, no, awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't. You know, my, my, my cat would just be like, "Hey, can't you go to the store and get a canned version?" Can of I this? get some canned antelope? Canned, canned antelope. Canned Can antelope. That's it, what yeah, I yeah. like. That looks delicious, and they mm. smell delicious. But I am not going to run after Mm-mm. them. But they, but that 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 viciousness mm-hmm. still exists. I think inside the domesticated cat, and so they they absolutely feel it necessary to assault <laughs> your psyche. Mm-hmm. With the same level of viciousness that uh, you know that 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 a, that a, that a, the tiger would mm-hmm. would would go after you know yeah. no it's very true it's yeah. a, it's a, have you ever watched the guy on the Animal Planet who uh, uh, the Jackson Galaxy no he uh, he does a show called My Cat from Hell and uh. Uh, so once uh, once a month um, my wife goes to play poker with some friends of hers on a Saturday night. 
And I always think of all the wonderful things I'm going to be doing in my house on a Saturday night after my kid's gone to bed. Like, what what music am I going to be making? And I get sucked in to, like, some marathon of this dude <laughs> called uh, called Jackson Galaxy doing My uh, my Cat. I think it's called My Cat from Hell. Uh, but it's basically, like, he goes and, and he's, like, a cat behavior guy uh, uh, and so he goes to people's houses and he would say I, I, I feel I feel uh, close enough to him uh, on our Saturday nights together to say that, that he would say that they there's no spite involved or vengeance I think that that's lies yeah. even though he does do this for a living I'm going to tell him how to do his job or at least tell him that that's total lies because well, well, I don't I know I, I, think, I, th- I, th- I think he's obliged to 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 say that because I I think he's trying to prevent violence against cats. That's true. That's true. Because you know the kind of information that you and I are aware of that that's absolutely deliberate mm-hmm. and they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That could be very dangerous in the in in that's in true. information. If, if coming from a licensed professional, right? Yeah. Like exactly. oh, yeah. You're, you know, there's actually nothing you can do <laughs> to stop your cat from doing that. <laughs> She's just being a little punk. <laughs> yeah. So so Jackson, uh, so how do I, how do I uh, how do I repair you know or how do I how do I prevent her from doing this in the future? You know, it, it's it's better for him to be like, oh, we'll get her a cat scratcher and and uh, and, and some toys and a and a laser and, and play with her a lot. It's like she's still going to be a punk, you know. Yeah. Like she's, you're just. Maybe she's just going to hold it against you less. Like, right. it's still vengeance act- action. The only way... Well, that's the thing. It's just with the, the only way I've gotten a, 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 one of my cats in particular to, to, to play with the cat scratcher is to initially get mad at her for playing with it. Like, mm-hmm. I would get mad at her for tearing up my couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, and, but if I'm like, oh, good girl, like, she's not going to be interested in tearing up this cat scratch no. post that I... Spent like eighty dollars on. Oh my gosh! Why are they so expensive? Because they know that we all have these deliberately vengeful in, 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 creatures in our houses who don't want to sit in them. And, and, and exactly, and it and, and it's it, exactly. But you know, so they, it's 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 they the we're demanding it. They know they're holding us ransom. Yeah, I mean, they, but we know that an eighty dollar scratch post is cheaper than a sofa. That's true. Well, and it's interesting. So, so like this this guy, this TV guy. One of his solutions, you know, he's always like, oh, close your eyes. I'm going to bring in a present from you from uh, this company in town that makes eco-friendly vegan cat toys, you know. And so the the, the people in, in the apartment who are having a behavioral problem with their cat, they, they close their eyes. And he comes in with like a, a, a 600 square foot apartment sized cat thing, uh-huh. you know, like a cat a cat activity place that would take over my entire living room. And, and my wife and I had this conversation, like, where the hell would you put that? Like, like it's really generous, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the cats are happy, but where does my TV go? Like, yeah. when does my house just become a giant cat toy right, right. place? And is that what we're headed towards, you know? And, and yeah, or like, oh, let's, let's modify. Rather, I think he says catify. 
I did quotey fingers there, but you can't see that on the radio. Uh, catify uh, your house so that, like, you put, like, scratching posts on the wall so that they can, like, climb up to the wall and have, like, little escape routes all around. I mean, it's just, it's it's amazing. When, yeah. when you know, I'll give everyone my Comcast uh, cable login and you can watch some Animal Planet uh, right. and, and, and feel well-informed. Compass. Compass. Talk to me about Compass. Compass. Well, uh, I didn't write it, <laughs> but I play the bass, electric bass, uh, to the on the recording. It's overall in the key of E major, <laughs> um, and uh, but but technically, I guess you could say it's sort of like in. It's modal. It's uh, in like E mixolydian because there's a D natural in it as opposed to a D sharp, and that kind of gives it almost a little bit of a funkier blues edge to it. Nice, um, and that's fun to play on, cool. the, on the bass. So when I get to solo around a little bit, it's just um, kind of thinking in the mixolydian mode, I guess. So sure, you know, I never am thinking in that mode. Never. I think in that mode um, <laughs> occasionally. I'm more of I'm more of a Phrygian mode kind of person when I'm just in my day to day life, but you know, uh, but yeah, it's 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 a, it's a groovy little tune. Um, it's fun to play as a duo and fun to play as a full band, as I, most of our tunes are. But um, I, I must say that I do enjoy when there are drums involved and additional vocals involved with that one. Yeah, it really fleshes it out. Yeah, because it it's a, yeah, yeah, it gets a, yeah. Um, and also when there's like a solid. You know, drummers styling it up a bit. It's it's it's, it's nice to lock in with that. And, yeah, as is, I, I think with any of the tunes. So I, I tend to write your, um, or at least in my experience, and and I'm okay with this. Like just your very standard rock song, um, rock song, not pop song. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I think pop song is your is your like your three minutes and under. Like three and a half and under, mm, you yeah. know, and and my mine tend to go on, mm. but not in like the Cats in the Cradle or the American Pie, you know. Like it's not like yeah. it's not like a, a a story so long you're gonna need a drink and yeah. sit down. <laughs> um, but it's got a, it's it tends to be a little bit more toothsome, um, and that's all. That's all also because of I think having someone in the in the band who this is you um, who is doing something in between. The spaces of mm. of talking or you know of singing. So there's, I mean, there's a moment where you just you kind of want to give the the song a moment to breathe and mm-hmm. and for other kind of elements to come up. And this is one of a few songs that I've written that kind of follow that same structure, which are which is the, the sort of the verse chorus, verse chorus, jam, like yeah. jam on the vamp, vamp, right, uh, and then and then wrap it back up in a package at the end and, and kind of yeah. go. And I'm you know, it's kind of like um, I don't know. It's like the the it's. I feel like it's it's my go to template mm. as a songwriter, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I don't know. I sometimes try to switch it up, and or if the spirit, you know, uh, well, moves me, and I, I structurally you, start to think a little bit differently. Yeah, you know, it's, you write you clearly write tunes with a band involved or a band in mind rather, mm-hmm. and wanting a band to be involved. I mm-hmm. think, is like what my brain was trying to spew out there, but yeah, uh, I, I, which is you know not not a, a majority of 
songwriters in this genre like aren't looking to do that. They yeah. usually they write a tune by themselves and it's <clears throat> for themselves and they could you know which is fine you know like there's some phenomenal songwriters that I wouldn't mind just hearing by themselves mm-hmm. and then they add lots of things around it and sometimes it works but a lot of times it it, it, it kind of uh, kind of crowds the plate a bit mm-hmm. you know and you can so, you know so definitely I won't name names but there are definitely songwriters even in here in Charlottesville where I, I, you know I, I'd rather just hear them with an acoustic guitar by themselves mm-hmm. singing mm-hmm. Um, at least at least some you know like a majority of their uh, catalog I mm-hmm. suppose but yeah yeah and I, I I mean I think also there's um I you know I it's funny like I've never some sort I'm self-taught acoustic guitar player you know and this this goes back to when you know I was like eight and my mom gave me uh, out of the blue uh, a harmony was it a harmony yeah harmony mm-hmm. student guitar yeah from like the Sears catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she signed me up for some like lessons with like a folk a folk singer mm. and I didn't like it at all. And so I kind of self-taught myself from then on, but I was never under the delusions of uh, that I would ever play the electric guitar for real. You know, mm. or that I would ever be a a, a picker, uh, someone who's like really driven by individual notes. And mm. so I've always really enjoyed like you know, if I could be a lead a, a lead rhythm guitarist, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's what I like to do. You know, like, yeah. I really like playing rhythm, and I, I like... And it being prominent. Yeah, being prominent, right. And yeah. so, and this has been... Um, and I've always enjoyed uh, just playing the guitar in, a, in, in whatever, in however style I feel like playing it. Yeah. You know, like, with without, like, the... The sort of like you know, kind of predictable strumming patterns. Although I have my own predictable strumming patterns, mm-hmm. like I can you know, just like you know, we talk. You talk about any any popular musician, and you know, you could say like, oh, they play like this, jank, 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 jank. Yeah. You know, you can kind of. So this song in particular, though, I actually it was one of the very first songs that I wrote after Hot Air Balloon, which is the one that kind of sparked me getting back into music last year, and I wrote Compass on an electric. And it was funny. Um, I, I got a gift certificate for for Christmas to Amazon, and I and I used it to buy an iRig, which is this little mm. device that you can plug a guitar into your computer. Um, and I, could, I did this for like my iPad, so I could bring up GarageBand on my iPad, and I could plug it in, and and it was really neat. And so Compass really started out as an electric song, much slower. And then I think, like, I had this brain movement where I was going to put, like, horns. Do you remember this? Like, there were, like, yeah, there were, like trumpets. Yeah, yeah. Like, Wah, like, something was happening, <laughs> you know, originally with that song that was not ever, <laughs> never came, never came to fruition. Um, but it was, it was my first opportunity of just, like, like, sitting down with an electric and, like, really turning it up in my earphones because I was trying one of the cool things about it is you know you've got a kid who's asleep and you want to be able to still kind of jam but not wake anybody up and that's what this is really this little device is really good for and so I could plug in and, and really listen to what I was doing and and it was neat because um, the intricacies of playing the electric you don't really get if you aren't sitting with some headphones on or like yeah. sitting right in front of your, your right. amplifier right. Um, and so it was it maybe a little bit more intentional about what what I was playing, and so the the original song, the original demo. If I could find, if I can find a snippet, I will snip it in right here. Um, but it was really like really slowed down, and um, 
had like maybe like a flamingo feel. I mean, it was not what it is now. Mm. And so I guess that just shows sort of the the the, the evolution of a song from um, from start to finish, not just in like nothing changed with the structure of it. Nothing yeah. changed with the words. And it's probably um, if I were to be self-critical, probably one of my more a watered down lyrical mm. efforts you know like i think the melody i like the melody and that's the part that i probably like the best and i like the jam but lyrically it's not i mean it's kind of it's one of those songs that i sometimes write which is like it could be anything to yeah. anyone you know and those yeah. are some good songs like it's not like not every song has to be re- like so specific that yeah. you have to know the background to really appreciate it mm-hmm. um and it doesn't have to be so you know you know, like not about anything. So this is kind of like my, it's kind of in the middle lyrically, just yeah. sort of like, Meh, this is a scenario. This is kind of what my what I'm feeling, but it's not necessarily. Um, this is the story, start to finish. Uh, yeah, but I would say that uh, I think was what what I like about it is that the the, the music lines up nicely. At least for mm. me, the way I always have thought about it. And, um, uh, I'm. T- like famously bad about um, actually learning other people's Thank lyrics. God, man. Uh, but don't, but don't, no, no, if you no, don't no. have to, don't <laughs> do it. I think eventually it's a good idea, uh, <laughs> and I think it's it's probably uh, it's a good idea to to be better about it than I am. But especially with the people that I play music with, um, I've definitely been in the situation before where I'm reading the booklet of lyrics after the records come out and being like, oh, oh, oh really? Really, yeah, which is, which is terrible. Makes so much which more I, sense. Yeah, exactly, which is not really great. Blaring, winning advertisement for myself as a, as, a, as a good, devoted accompanist, but I'll let it hang out there in the real world anyway. That yep. That's what, that's just how it rolls with me. Uh, but with this one being compass and like, you know, being in the right direction and trying to move and being inspired to be in the right direction. Um, a tune that has such a good, solid, unwavering groove is perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. So however it evolves or whatever, as you were talking about a moment ago, uh, I think that it really, um, you know, if this if this were a slower ballad, it kind of would be less believable. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think it worked out that it's yeah. a kind of nice walking along groove like walking like I'm trying to get somewhere I'm not like early I'm not late I'm just right on time like just been, but yeah, having like a really good pace to your walk like you're yeah, it's a you're good... not rushing you're not well I mean you know typically I'm not rushing I mean like sometimes you know it's a it's a life. it's a song that I, that I hope like people are you know like they're walking to their car to their job they're walking their dog. You can put your earbuds in, mm. turn it on. You know, it's yeah. if you're gonna put if you're, if you're gonna find your um your if you have an i if you have a an iTunes playlist, this is not gonna go in your workout playlist. Yeah. You know, and this isn't gonna go in your dance party playlist. But if you've got one that's like yeah, like I'm. I'm warming up on the treadmill, but I'm not going to run yet. Yeah, or, yeah. I, or, or I just need to like just like take a minute or three and a half to four right. to just like it would it could be your pre-run. You're, like you're yeah. warm. Like I'm going to get ready to go to to to, to playlist well, yeah, two, it's, which it's, is it's my like, like, it's, jogging it's, playlist. <laughs> and then, you know, so musically, it sounds that way. Lyrically, it sounds that way. It's the, what you. It's the what's what you want the audience or the listeners to be doing while they're listening mm-hmm. 
So it's a complete package. It's sort of like it's like uh, when when Kramer uh, makes a coffee table book about coffee tables <laughs> and it turns into a coffee table because there's little legs attached to the back of the book. I think it's it's, it's, it's exactly it's exactly that. Exactly Which is why it's the first song I think on the record total. I mean yeah. when we when we were kind of looking at how things start, it was like oh well, you know this this is this sets the pace. You know like you don't you know. Mm-hmm. You want to set the pace. Yeah. It's sort of just sort of, it's not easing anybody into something. It's not totally weird and full of sitar. I mean, it's not like, it doesn't <laughs> have like false advertising for the rest of the, yeah. the, the rest of the four tracks on side A and then for the rest of side B. It's just sort of like, this is what's going to happen. And um, I'm really <laughs> pleased the way it turned out.
listening to the Help Me Helen Show.